So let me pose this question as we begin our program today. How many of you are truly prepared for the things that could very likely be happening in your life in the near future? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Wednesday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I spent part of my working career in emergency management. Now, I've been in broadcasting pretty much most of my life and ministry, but I fell into this job back in the early 2000s, and it lasted uh, quite a while, working as a public information officer in emergency management. And in that particular job, I learned a lot of things. How we are often not as prepared as we need to be to face the challenges that may come our way. I never really thought about it in my lifetime. You always think there's somebody or something or somebody in a first responder that's going to bail you out when things go bad. And they do. But I also learned in that work There are times when the system is so overwhelmed. Look at Florida right now. And other times where there have been weather disasters and emergencies. And you have to fend for yourself for a few days. And sometimes you're you're not even prepared for that. We need to be more prepared for the events that are occurring not just with storms and hurricanes and and blizzards or tornadoes, but but for the many things that can come our way. I don't think anybody would have thought three years ago, 2019, that we were standing on the doorstep of a worldwide pandemic that was used to really impact our lives in a negative way. How many of you honestly were prepared for what transpired beginning just a little under three years ago? Many of us weren't. Many of us were highly surprised. I I can remember going back to that time, looking at the work that I had planned on doing literally in the spring of 2020 had some church work and some church planning. I wasn't doing this radio program every day back then. I never thought I would be doing a daily radio program. But how the world changed and how it changed immensely. And being ready for those things that can change in our lives is is the topic of today's program. I want to take a moment to thank Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun has been faithful now for many, many, many months. Over a year, as near as I can figure, in helping me get this radio program out each week. By him taking the load off me one day a week has made it possible to do the many other things that I'm needing to get done. And I'm very certain in the not too distant future that you'll be hearing more of Jim on some of his own radio programs and podcasts. So keep him in your prayers. Keep me in your prayers. Keep our friends in Florida in, in prayer as well as they are dealing with Hurricane Ian. And now I'm going to bring Jim Calhoun to the microphone, and he's going to explain to you 
the many ways in which you need to be prepared. And before the end of the program, some of the most important aspects of being prepared that are often forgotten, but are actually eternally important. Thanks, Bob. It's truly great to be back on Truth to Ponder. Well, it seems like we live through another big date in history. Remember Y2K? We were going to all fall off the edge of the earth or something. Planes were going to fall from the sky and the banks were going to crash and everything was going to be horrible. And I knew it wouldn't be anything like what these fear mongers were saying, but I wondered if there might be some mischief that would happen on that night. But nothing happened. Well, September 24th was hyped and hyped and hyped. And guess what? As I record this show, it's past the 24th. And I'm still here. And I take it that you're still there. And the world's still doing what it does. And we live through it. So what does that mean? Well, people all over the internet are saying, well, since the date was leaked, they changed the date. And so it's going to be the 25th, the 26th, the 27th, or the 28th, or the 29th, or the 30th. When will it ever stop? Now, I know that as I do these programs, I try to wake people up to the danger that is out there. And yes, we do have danger that's lurking everywhere. But as far as setting a date and saying that next Tuesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the world will explode, is just silly. And even though I'm one of those that try to raise the alarm that there are things that are wrong, I don't consider myself as a fear peddler. I really don't. Now, some of the things that I talk about are not pleasant, but the world is not a very pleasant place right now. But yet right now, we have a group of people, and it's a rather large group, that's still pushing this Q movement. And why they still do that, I have no clue. I have a friend that is still convinced that Donald Trump is in charge. And any minute now, he's going to be stepping through the doors at the White House and claiming that everyone's under arrest that did the voter fraud and all the pedophiles are going to be in Gitmo. And there's still a few people on the internet that are claiming that everybody that they see on television are body doubles. And all of the original people have all been executed. There's all sorts of garbage out there. And this September 24th garbage, which I didn't really buy into, but since a German politician mentioned the date in Parliament, I thought there might be a little credibility to it. Because he insisted that September 24th was going to be a day that we would all remember where we were. Kind of like the day JFK got killed, or the space shuttle blew up, or the Twin Towers were attacked. Everybody pretty well remembers where they were and what they were doing on those dates. And so this German politician inferred that the 24th was going to be another one of those days that would live in infamy. Kind of like when Japan attacked Pearl Harbor in World War II on December 7th, 1941. But we made it past the date. And as far as I know, nothing really major happened worldwide. 
oh, the world's still a mess and there's still lots of bad things that are happening. But as far as the world ending or the banking system imploding or the stock markets crashing or whatever this politician was trying to peddle did not come to pass. And there's lots of people that I listen to, lots of people that I read and study. And I'm finding out that about 50% of the people that I really trust are starting to go down, let's say, the road of conspiracy to the point where I think they see a conspiracy on every transaction, everything that's happening. I think they're looking a little bit too hard for conspiracies. And that said, most people probably consider me a conspiracy nut. Well, they probably got the nut part right. And I do think that today's conspiracy is tomorrow's fact. I think that history has very much pointed that out. But it seems like right now people are going out of their way to put fake reports and fake videos all over the place. Now, I don't know whether it's misguided people that are really zealous that they want to see something really dramatic happen. They're addicted to drama. And so they're doing their best to push everything over the cliff. Or whether it's the established mainstream media that are trying to make amateur-looking videos to cover their tracks. And they're the ones that are releasing all of this misinformation just to keep everybody stirred up. I know over the past week I've heard that Xi Jinping in China has been deposed and he's imprisoned. And I've heard that Russian soldiers are being eaten by Ukrainian soldiers. I've seen pictures of supposed Russian soldiers being cooked in a big pot. It seems like everywhere you look, there's something really dramatic. And as Bob Behrman has stated several times in his shows in the past, that back in the day, in the newsrooms of all of the big media corporations, they had a saying that if it bleeds, it leads. In other words, anything that is very sensational will sell papers or really spike the ratings on radio and television. Just think of Ted Koppel and the show Nightline that he put together. I think that it was started specifically as a report on the Iranian hostage situation back in the 1970s. And that program really grew to be astronomically large. And what did it peddle? It peddled misery and grief and crisis and drama. And I have to wade through this misery and crisis and drama every day. And I know that Bob Bierman does the same. That we're bombarded with things that, if they are true, then we're in horrible trouble. But if they're not true, we're still in horrible trouble because why would anybody go to great lengths to put out false information? So that in itself is beyond weird. It's pretty spooky, actually. And I don't know whether we have psychotic people that just want to peddle fear. I don't know if we have a society that's now addicted to fear. I saw a billboard just today that was still trying to scare people into getting this death jab for COVID. And it said at the bottom of the billboard to get the shot and protect everyone. Are they kidding? Protect everyone. And the picture of the person on the billboard was a soccer player. 
Don't these people know how many soccer players have dropped dead in the field of play after receiving one of these booster shots or the initial COVID vaccine that is not a vaccine? So of all people to put on their billboard, they put a soccer player. Then they try to scare you into going and getting this so-called vaccination. So everybody's using fear tactics. And they're voting in Ukraine, in parts of Ukraine that want to secede and become part of Russia. And there's people stuffing the ballot box and there's voter fraud. And there's people saying that Russians are going house to house telling people they have to vote yes or they'll gun them down. And I haven't seen any videos of that, but I've read several stories that that could be happening. And I rather doubt that that's happening. I think that the referendum that they're putting together is probably just as legit, if not more so, than our 2020 presidential election. And for anyone from the administration that is now occupying the White House, to say they're not going to recognize any referendum in Ukraine because they don't think it's legitimate is just ludicrous. I'd laugh if the situation was funnier, but it's not. It's sickening. Everywhere you look, it's just sickening. And so we have people that are on our side that love God, that love their country, that love their families, that are trying to do their ultimate best, but they're still peddling fear. They're trying to use the next big thing as the hawk that's circling over the rabbit in the field. And we're just like the little rabbit kind of looking up the sky, wondering just when that hawk's going to swoop down and gobble us up. And there seems to be money in that, and there seems to be a lot of growth happening in certain media outlets and different radio and television shows. And then you have just the opposite. You have these shows that act like there's nothing wrong, that everything's perfect, that the sky is clear and no clouds in sight and smooth sailing and a chicken in every pot and you name it. Just And there's no hunger and there's no financial crisis and there's no inflation. And, and those people, you can really tell when they're lying because when their lips move, they're lying. They're like politicians. But then you have the other side that says that the banks are all closing and you're going to lose all your money. And if you have a pension, you'll lose it. If you have any savings, you'll lose it. The stock market's going to crash and the economy is not going to just go down. It's going to stop and go away. And the dollar is going to be totally replaced. And all those hard-earned dollars that you have in your bank account, if you could even get to your bank account, will be as worthless as the Confederate money was back in the late 1860s. And so I guess what I'm trying to say, it's time for all of us, me included, to take a chill pill and understand that right now we have situations that are dramatic, that are getting a life of their own and they're feeding on themselves. And they're also feeding on our fears and our concerns. And there's an awful lot of people that are using biblical prophecy right now. And they're saying, see, this is happening and that's happening and the other thing's going to happen and that proves this and that in the Bible. And and I would say that there is some merit to some of the prophecies that are seemingly being fulfilled right now because I see some of that myself. But what I'm trying to say is that there's 
kind of a cottage industry that's now popping up of a bunch of prophets and a bunch of people that would consider themselves seers that they can see into the future and people that are trying to sell you something as far as survival food or survival gear or something. And right now, I would have to say that the whole world really does not have a rudder. And if it does have a rudder, there's nobody manning the rudder. So the ship that we're on, so to speak, is drifting. And what do we do about this? You turn on the mainstream media and nine times out of 10, you're going to be lied to with blatant lies. And the one time out of 10 that they are not lying to you, they're at least shading something or they're skewing it one way or another. And so if you count on the mainstream media for your information, I don't think you're doing yourself any favors. But now it seems like a lot of people in the new alternative media, what I call the truth media, there's a lot of them that are, I'm not going to say selling fear, but there's a lot of them that want to report things that will make people fearful. They're not reporting these items just to scare people. They are seriously trying to prepare people. But there needs to be, I think, a little bit more thought and let things kind of season a little bit before you run with it. Over the last several weeks, I've watched several videos that I was convinced that the video was what they said it was, only to find out that it was a stock video or an old video that was two or three years old and everything was taken out of context. And the more I see that, the more credibility of some of these people in the New Truth Media is being eroded. I think everyone does need to be a prepper. We all need to be prepared for that proverbial rainy day or the possible times when some of these madmen who are quote-unquote in charge do something really stupid. And they are capable of that. But if you do prepare, make sure you prepare with items that, number one, you like, and number two, that you'll use whether there's a crisis or not. I'm going to use survival food as my example. If you don't normally eat powdered food, if you don't normally eat freeze-dried food, if you don't normally eat powdered protein as far as powdered meat and things like that, if that's not part of your normal diet, then why would you spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars buying a bunch of powder? Powdered eggs, powdered potatoes, powdered meat. Why would you do that? I think that you would be much better off preparing and buying things you already know that you like. There's plenty of products out there for you to choose from that you can buy from your local grocer. And I know a lot of people do not like potted meat. And I know that potted meat's not the best for you. But I would doubt that this powdered meat that you get in the survival packs is any better for you. But if you have a few eggs and you can tolerate some spam, you can have some spam and eggs. If you normally would eat that, then instead of buying the powdered meat, buy a case or two of something you already know that you like. Simple as that. If you like pasta, don't stock up on a bunch of powdered potatoes or just stock up on some really good pasta. Pasta will keep if you put it in an airtight container. Keep it in a nice, cool, dry place. 
Keep it away from any rodents or insects. And it'll last a long time. Same way with ramen noodles. There's a lot of things that you can get from your local grocer. But yet, we have a lot of people out there that are trying to, I think, scare people into acting. And I do believe we all should act on a catastrophe that I do feel that is imminent. I think that we are on the doorstep. Of what? I don't know. How big? I have no clue. But I do know that I consider myself a prepper. But I'm only prepping, buying things that I know that I like. And so let's say that I am prepping for situation A. So I spend $1,000 on food, and situation A does not happen. I'm not stuck with a bunch of food that I wouldn't normally eat. I would simply just not go to the grocery stores often and start using the food that I stockpiled because that's the stuff I would normally buy anyway if I went to a grocery store. And so in the long run, you might be saving a little money because I don't think prices are going to come down on any of the grocery items. So if you buy something today for a dollar and next year it's two dollars, well, you've in effect doubled your money and you're still eating things you normally would eat. And so that's just an example of looking at this whole world mess and taking a chill pill, thinking it through, and understanding that we're being bombarded from the left and the right and the middle. It doesn't matter what group that we associate ourselves with. We have people within every group that are trying to tell you things that are so that are not true. Now, are they doing it out of malice? I would hope that most of them are not. I would hope that most of them are from ignorance. But I do know that I've fallen for several things over the last month or so. But I'm also going to tell you that the sources that I get this information from, a lot of them I'm not visiting their websites anymore. Because what they were selling, I wasn't buying, but I was interested in it. So I was studying. Well, I would say that at least 50% of the time, it's a waste of my time because the things that they are saying that are for sure going to happen never do. It's kind of like this monkeypox. That's all we heard for several months. Monkeypox. The monkeypox is coming. Oh, no. Well, now you don't hear so much about monkeypox. It just kind of fizzled. And my opinion of monkeypox is that By and large, in my opinion, I think it's a side effect of this death jab that people have got. And I think the ones that have all their boosters and everything else, I think that their immune systems are compromised to the point where this monkeypox was able to catch hold. And I think that's one reason why it's disappearing out of the news. I think that people are figuring out just where this monkeypox came from and why people are getting it. And also, If you mention that it happens to be prevalent among homosexuals, then all of a sudden you're a hater just for pointing something out. You know, there are certain ethnic groups and also differences between males and females as far as what effect certain things have on them. And so if you have group A and you tell group A that they shouldn't eat this certain substance because their genetic makeup is not really suited for this thing, 
Well, you're not hating on them. You're informing them and you are warning them. And people who are pointing out that it's the homosexual community that is most prevalent of getting this monkeypox, well, all of a sudden you're a hater. But I think you would be more of a hater if you simply stayed silent and let people die because you didn't care enough to point out to these people that what they were doing could potentially be fatal. Now, to me, that's abusive. But pointing out that it's a possibility in that group, I don't think that's hateful at all. I think that's being informative. And also, I think it is showing a level of caring for our fellow human beings on this planet. Anybody that's doing any studying at all on this world situation is being spoon-fed daily from several different angles. And sometimes the angles make perfect sense. And they're easy to digest and easy to understand. And sometimes what they're spouting on some of these websites, you have to really take your common sense and, and just leave it at the door when you walk into that website. Because there's an awful lot of things that's being pushed right now that simply aren't so. And right now, in my opinion, the world is more fractured than it's ever been. Everybody seems to be grouping up, and it's us against them everywhere, in every situation. And a lot of people like to talk to hear themselves talk, like to be a big shot and come out with this breaking news story that really didn't happen. And so we really have to understand that we have to be adults here. We have to look at things as they are and not as how we want them to be. And also, I think we need to be very careful expressing our opinions in public. Now, I know that this is the United States of America, and I know we have the First Amendment, and I know that in the land of the free, you shouldn't have any hesitation at all about speaking your mind. But right now, we have people who are deranged, psychotic people who are listening to the misinformation from the government and from illegitimate Joe saying that all these Republicans are extremists and they're enemies of this country and they need to be stopped. They need to be destroyed. And this rhetoric is getting people killed. There was a young man, not even 20 years old, I think he was 18, got run down, got chased down and run down by a car. It was driven by a rabid Democrat that said that he was going after this young man because he was a Republican extremist. And from what I can gather of the story that I've been trying to put together as far as the bits and pieces that I'm getting about the information from this case, is that this young man made a phone call, scared for his life, saying that there was someone chasing him with a car. And this killer actually chased this young man into an alley just specifically to run him down and kill him. And the murderer is claiming that he did the right thing, that he was killing Republican extremists. So you have to really be careful. Whatever your political persuasion happens to be, Johnny Cash had a song back in the 1960s called The One on the Right 
And the moral of that song was, if you have a political opinion, keep it to yourself. And I really do think that's probably the wise thing to do right now. Now I'm on the radio and everyone pretty well knows my political persuasion. But as far as out in public, I think that people need to be very discreet. I'm not saying mousy. I'm not saying scared. I'm not saying live in fear. But we have to understand that there's forces that are unleashed right now. And I think that is biblical. I think Satan is in charge of an awful lot of things that are happening right now that are totally evil. And there's a lot of people willing to listen to Satan and do his bidding. And so you don't want to mention something off the cuff and then have somebody follow you home and burn your house down or whatever. Now you might say, well, now I'm selling fear. No, I'm not selling fear. I'm selling caution. I think that we all need to understand that everything is going to have to be local, starting with the person that looks back at you in the mirror. And on the other side of the break, I'll pick up where I left off. And thank you so much, Jim. And you are very correct. We need to be better prepared than I think most of us are. One lesson we can learn right now from what is going on in Florida are the number of people that were prepared to ride out the storm, get away from the storm's path, or simply wait for somebody else to do things for them. The Bible talks about the 10 virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. The wise bought extra oil waiting for the bridegroom. The five foolish did not, and their oil lamps ran out. Are you prepared for the things that'll be happening in our world? And, and face it, we are living in a very changing world. I know tomorrow I plan to deal with that, that topic extensively and again on Friday. Where we are in preparing for the days that are ahead. Now, this upcoming election here in the United States may change some things for a season. But don't think that one election or two or 10 or 20 are going to fix the underlying evils and ills that face us. They're a lot deeper. Matter of fact, they are much, much deeper. Right now, I wanna ask you, can you help us as we get ready to go into the, the month of October? to help pay the, the radio airtime bill. If you can, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address, we have a new mailing address. The old one still works, but please begin to use the new mailing address. At the end of October, the old address goes away. The new address is P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, which is spelled C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowie, Virginia is 24319. That's 24319. We'd appreciate all you can do to help keep this radio ministry on the air. And I'm going to thank you in advance for all that you have done and continue to do. This is Truth 
to ponder with Bob Bierman. Coronating the King. Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, the day when they sounded the shofar every day or every hour of the day continuously. Well, what's it about? Well, you know, the shofar is sounded when a king is crowned. At the coronation of the king, the shofar says, this is the king, you follow him. And it's no accident that Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets has always been associated with the kingdom of God, the coming kingdom. It's a prophetic holy day. It looks forward to the day when he shall come, the king shall come, and he shall be king over all the earth. It says in Zechariah, then the Lord shall be king over all the earth. But a question, how could it be then when he already is the king? How can he then become king? Well, then is when he will be received as king. And you see, that's the point. He's king anyway. But the thing is, it's not complete until you crown him king, until you have your coronation with him. You see, the blessings don't come until he's king of you. It's not just that he's the king. He's got to be your king. What does it mean? The king is the ruler. He's the ruler of your life. When he becomes the leader of your life, really the object of your life, the point of your life, the the one you follow, the one you're subject to, that you subject your will to, your plans to, you follow his will instead of your own. He's your sovereign. He's the one you live for. Then he's your king. See, when he comes, that's when the kingdom comes and there's blessings and peace and all that on earth. But that only happens when he's king. You want blessings? You want joy? You want the peace of heaven? Make him king. Crown him. Have your coronation today. Happy Feast of Trumpets. Now, the free gift for you. The mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. And sapphires with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Special teachings, updates on Israel, world events and prophecy, and the secrets of strength and victory for every day of your life. So how do you get these gifts absolutely free? Well, just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. Just just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, you might need to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the unreached peoples of five continents. You know, when they say, blessed is he, he's king, then the kingdom comes. You can actually blanket the earth with shortwave radio, the gospel to all nations. It's incredible. We do it every week. Be part. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, crown him king. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah, Melech Olam, the king of the world. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. And this is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And he will be back tomorrow with another great edition of Truth to Ponder. I always enjoy my time here visiting with the great audience of Truth to Ponder. And it is my goal to try to help everyone be well-informed, to make good decisions for themselves. I would say that probably having people be able to think for themselves outside the box to where they can handle any situation that comes their way would be my main goal for doing these programs on Truth to Ponder. It's my intention to inform. 
And I really don't want to even make people uncomfortable. But I want to point certain things out. And I would imagine that there's been several things that have gotten by me that I still think were true when they happened that possibly aren't. And so I think that right now this is a very risky thing to do is to listen to one or two people and think that everything they say is just 100% verified because it seems like no matter how you slice this, we have so many government agencies that are, as far as I'm concerned, rogue. The FBI comes to mind. They seem to be SWAT teaming anybody that this illegitimate administration tells them to go do a raid on. And they don't care if there's any children in the house or whether the people are elderly. They're just told to go raid these people and they show up like thugs. They show up most of the time without any warrants and they just bang on the door or beat it in and they come in and grab everything and do anything that they want because they all have immunity to prosecution. Now, I hate to report about things like this, but they are happening. It happened to Roger Stone. It happened to former President Trump. It just seems that everything's out of control right now. And so we, the people, don't have much of a say of what's going to happen next. Because just like in 2020, I don't think that our votes are being counted. And if they are being counted, I think that our votes are being canceled by dead people voting and illegals voting and bots and all these other things that are new. We never used to have to worry about phantom people such as bots voting or having opinions. And it seems like that the fake ballots are just everywhere. And so that's why I said in the first part of the show, I think that everything has to start local within your local community. And I think you need to take it even a step further and start with the person that you see in the mirror every morning. That's where things are going to have to start making sense. That's where things are going to have to start all over again fresh. Because I see everything being tainted right now. And I'm going to use the Ukraine-Russia conflict here. If you listen to one side, well, they're perfect angels. And the other side are are absolute devils. And so you listen to the other side and they say they're the ones that are the perfect angels and the other side are, they're the devils. And so what is the truth? Well, the truth is somewhere in the middle. And also the truth is war is hell. And one of the first things that goes out the window in wartime is anyone telling the truth. And so whether you're pro-Ukraine and you're flying your Ukrainian flag or whether you're pro-Russian and you hope that Russia completes their mission. Both groups, in my opinion, are being fed misinformation. And I would have to say that some of the things that I've seen as far as Nazis and the Ukrainian army and Nazi tattoos and armored vehicles such as tanks that have swastikas painted on them, I've seen all those videos and I haven't seen those vehicles in person, and I know that it's very easy to doctor videos. And I'm not saying that this is a false report. I'm just saying that you need to look at that and understand that 
There's so many people that have agendas out there. You have to just sit back and not let it affect you quite as much. Because I know a lot of people are now getting really into this Ukrainian-Russian war. And I know that people are losing friendships over this because one person is for the Ukrainians and the other one and the other person thinks that they're crazy, that they should be for the Russians. And again, look in the mirror, start with that person and take care of you and take care of your family. And if we all took care of ourselves and we all took care of our families and we all watched our local communities really well, then I think we personally are going to be okay. I think we're going to have some hardships. I think we're going to see things we don't want to see and we're going to hear things we don't want to hear. But it's like if you run a bank and you're very good with your books and every cent is accounted for and everything is absolutely done perfect. Well, if the bank auditors show up to audit your bank, you don't sweat at all because you know that everything was handled perfectly. And that's kind of how you have to run your life right now. Run your life as if you're going to be audited as far as how your time is spent and what your priorities are. And if you spend your time on worthwhile things and you have your priorities straight, then I think you would pass the audit with flying colors. Right now, I think that as a people, we're horribly distracted. And I think that we're distracted on purpose. I think that this New World Order globalist group of satanic people, I think that's part of their plan. Keep everything stirred up. Keep everyone at each other's throats. Make it to where nobody trusts anybody for any reason. And that's how they get societal decay. And we've all seen the decay. Just make sure that you take care of you. Make sure that you prioritize and make sure that you always do the right thing. And if you always do your best, every time you do something, strive for excellence. Always do your best. That way, you can go to sleep at night knowing that you can't do any better than your best. And so just continue doing your best. But take care of you. Take care of your family. And a lot of these world events are going to affect us. If you don't realize this by now, they're already affecting us anyway. And they're hurting our productivity. They're hurting our psyche. They're making us depressed. They're making us anxious. They're making us suspicious. They're making us sad. They're making us angry. There's lots of things happening all over the world that are making us have a reaction. And I personally have overreacted on many occasions, but I'm starting to understand that that's part of this whole PSYOP. I think that they want to have people that are always second-guessing themselves. And who are they? The globalists, the people that I think that are part of a shadow government, they're unelected, unaccountable people, people that have lots of money that all they want now is power. That's who I think they are. Can I prove they exist? Well, in a way I can, and in a way I can't. But as I do my research, it's obvious we have 
a group of people like Klaus Schwab and other groups like that, George Soros, and the people of the Clinton Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and there's an awful lot of foundations and groups and think tanks all around the world that are having a say-so of how governments are run and how societies are ordered and structured. And so we're already being affected. But what would happen if we stopped letting all of this affect us so much? What would happen that instead of watching the nightly news, which if you're watching mainstream news, you're being lied to anyway, but you just turn it off and go for a walk and go listen to some birds sing and watch the clouds go by, you're immensely better off. Your whole mood will change, and your outlook on life will change as well. I don't know how many people actually realize the absolute cloud of negativity that is hovering over this entire planet right now. Everything's negative. Everything is just horrid. Everything is just, the sky is falling. And we have to understand that the sky might fall, but if it does, what can we do about it? But we can do something about that person that we see in the mirror every morning. We can do something about our immediate family and our immediate surroundings. If we can just take care of that and put those proverbial eggs in that basket and then simply watch that basket, I think that we're going to be much better off. Now, why would people purposely lie to people to try to get them all stirred up? Well, as I stated earlier, fear sells. And people that seem to be on the inside, that know something that no one else knows, and so they're the ones that leak it to the world. I think there's a lot of ego involved. And I think sometimes those people are leaking things that, let's just say they have a hand in fabricating the whole event in the first place. And of course, they have an exclusive on it if it didn't really happen and they're the only people that have dreamed it up. And so they report it saying they have an exclusive story. And don't think things like that aren't happening because they are. And I wish they weren't. And in a way, I think we have some people that I think normally are good people. I think they may be getting a bit greedy for fame or fortune or something. I'm not saying they've totally sold out, but it seems like they see the formula that the mainstream media has been using for years, and so they're borrowing bits and pieces from that formula. And if you are a presenter of any kind, and you are borrowing anything from the mainstream media, well, I think you need to rethink it, because I think the mainstream media has totally sold out, just like the FBI and the CIA totally sold out. So who can we trust? I'm sorry to say, not very many people. I know there's a lot of mainstream, well-known national talk show hosts that I've listened to for years, but I won't listen to them anymore because I'm starting to see through their agenda and see how their opinions and their so-called reporting is skewed. And that's one reason why I think that programs like Truth to Ponder are so vital. 
Now, I do my best not to have anything on this show that is false. But I will say this, that Bob Bierman is what I consider the ultimate adult in the room as far as broadcasters go. He's got a lot of experience, and he understands the business. He's been in the radio business for a long time. He's worked at almost every job you can imagine as far as running radio stations and managing radio stations. And he understands what he's hearing as he hears it as a professional broadcaster. And I think that's where he really shines. Because speaking for myself, I started broadcasting recently. And so I'm still wet behind the ears, so to speak. Now, I'm no spring chicken. But as far as being a broadcaster, I'm just a baby. I'm an infant. And I think that we really need to listen to people who are the adults in the room. And I think the ultimate adult in the room right now is Bob Berman. Now, there's several other people that I could mention, but they tend to, once in a while, get on some sort of a rabbit trail that I just can't follow. But there are still a few others out there that are worth a listen. But I'm starting to learn discernment. I pray for discernment all the time. But I'm starting to learn discernment as a professional, which I really am thankful for that. I was listening to one of the people that I used to think was pretty good. I started hearing things that I really didn't understand where they were going. I really didn't understand where they were going with and why they saw issues the way they saw them. And a lot of these people claim to be Christians, and they claim to be conservatives, and they claim to be patriots, and they a lot of people claiming a lot of things out there. But as I listen to these people, as I learn the art of discernment, I'm catching some people, and I'm not trying to listen to them so I can do a gotcha, but I'm now starting to hear certain phrases and words that are a red flag, letting me know that this person isn't quite being upfront, not quite honest, maybe on the right track, but there's a few things that I would say that they're sticks that you have to spit out. So if you're consuming what they're telling you, well, there's certain things you should not consume. And you really need to use discernment so you can ascertain what's the truth and what isn't. And what possible agenda might be behind the statement that this person just made? For an example, I was listening to a person that was talking about being a Christian in their Christian faith. And someone called in and was talking about the Christian faith. And while they were having a back and forth discussion, not that I'm a perfect Christian because I'm not, but I noticed that this talk show host was, shall I say, missing a few things as far as tracking with the person that was a true believer. You could tell that the talk show host was two or three steps behind the caller as far as a walk with God. I'm not saying that the talk show host doesn't have a walk with God. I'm just saying that it was very obvious to me that the talk show host was like I'm a novice broadcaster was pretty much a baby or novice Christian. Now, that's not a bad thing. It's just, I just understand that this person is using his Christianity as 
one of the main selling points. And so I kind of found it odd that this person that was using that as a selling point had so little knowledge in certain things of the Bible. And so it's little things like that that I'm starting to learn to pick up on. And I really do hate listening to people trying to listen for half-truths or lies because as a professional musician, it's almost impossible for me to go out and enjoy a night of musical entertainment because I'm judging and analyzing and trying to learn if they have a great guitarist and I want to learn what this person's doing. I'm working. I'm analyzing. And when you do that, you don't enjoy. It's kind of like being a chef. I would imagine that a very famous accomplished chef really doesn't have a good time going out and eating at restaurants because I'm sure that every bite that they take, they're judging and they're learning. They're trying to figure out what spices and what amount and they just go to work again. And I don't want to turn into that as far as listening to the hosts that I like to listen to because there are some good hosts out there that really do uplift and really do inform. But also, I have to hit that happy medium and have discernment. And so, if there's anything that I want to really stress off of this whole episode of Truth to Ponder, is be careful. Be careful of what you hear. Be careful of believing everything you hear. Be careful spreading any information that you get. Be careful. Just use common sense. Now, I'm not saying ignore everything, and I'm not saying that if you hear something is about to happen and you can head it off at the pass and warn your neighbors and your family and you could get everybody together and, you know, try to thwart whatever is going to come as far as this big catastrophe. I'm not saying ignore it, but I'm saying that if you read one report, try to verify that and try to verify it through a whole different group of people. But again, if you try to verify it through the mainstream media, I think that you're wasting your time. But it was like last week, half the people that I listened to said that Vladimir Putin narrowly escaped being assassinated. And the other half that I listened to said that that whole story was made up by the CIA and none of it happened. And there was several broadcasters that had each one of these opinions. And these broadcasters would look at the other group and say they're wrong, that yes, that Putin did survive an assassination attempt. And the other group says, well, they're wrong. They listened to CIA propaganda. It didn't happen. So did it happen or didn't it? Well, I tend to think it did not happen. But I sure heard a lot of people that were reporting that it did. Just like the leader of China is supposedly under house arrest and stripped of all power. Is that true? I don't know. Do I think it's true? No, I don't. I really don't. And another thing that happened here just several days ago was during the Queen's funeral, there was lots of security. And so people are taking that out of context and saying that martial law was declared in Great Britain. And they're using film footage of 
troops and police and so forth that were just there for crowd control for the Queen's funeral. And I don't know if some of these people really mean malice, if they really want to spread disinformation, or whether they just want attention. But I think that it's time for all of us to sit back, judge things from a very common sense point of view, and if you really are in doubts of what you're hearing, pray. Pray for understanding. Pray for discernment. And also, whatever the situation, just pray that God's will is done. Because most of the things that are happening worldwide are in God's hands anyway. And ultimately, he's in control. And so I would say just as best you can, stay in God's will. Pray about things. And if you find yourself straying away from God's will, repent and turn and try to get obedient to God and do his will. I know that sounds very simplistic, but I think that we're living in a complicated world and I think we're overcomplicating everything. I think it's time to uncomplicate things just a little bit. And I think we should uncomplicate things for our own peace of mind and mental health. Well, I hope that you've got something from this show today. I always enjoy my time with Truth to Ponder. And I would ask that you support Truth to Ponder with a financial gift because I think that programs such as Truth to Ponder are few and far between. And if you like the content of this show, then I would ask for you to really consider supporting it. You can support Truth to Ponder by going to the website, which is truth2ponder.com, and then click on the support tab. And then you can just follow the instructions and you can electronically donate to this show. But if you'd like to send regular mail, send a check or money order, and you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and there's a new address, and it's Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code is 24319. And your support is greatly appreciated. And I want to say thank you to Bob Behrman again for allowing me to come speak to his great audience. And I really do appreciate you tuning in. So until next time, stay strong, stay safe, use discernment, keep your powder dry, but most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.